0: Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Ponta Kalhor Transition Channel, episode 55, PTSD Self-Healing Show, Finding Calm Through the Present Moment, with Connie Hobash, licensed marriage and family therapist. Please subscribe to Pantai Calhoun Transition channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. A new episode of PTSD Self-Healing Show today. I'm very excited. That's the first live show with PTSD. Mm And we have very amazing and lovely lady here. Her name is Connie Hobash, and she's licensed marriage coach and um, she's doing so many great things, <laughs> especially these days. It's not easy to stay calm. And we are facing so many things, very um, uncertainty in our life. And COVID has created some tension in families. And we need to learn how to overcome our fears, stress, and anxiety. Connie Habash is a licensed marriage and family therapist, yoga, and meditation teacher. And she's also the author of Awakening from Anxiety, and she's, she has more than 27 years experience uh, in, the, in overcoming stress and anxiety, helping others to do this. And we are here to hear her story and how she became her coach in uh, releasing stress and anxiety. So <laughs> welcome to my show, Connie.
1: Hi, Pantea. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, Connie, start from yourself. How did you become uh, like a stress coach and doing this amazing job, helping others to overcome fear and stress?
1: Well, um, I'm a licensed psychotherapist and I've uh, been licensed since 1999 and uh, was an intern before that. And um, so I've worked with stress and anxiety not only with my clients, but also as a yoga teacher, a lot of people come to yoga and meditation classes because they wanna relieve their stress and their tension and um, gain some peace of mind. So I weave those things together in, in my spiritual perspective on things and yoga philosophy as well as yoga practice into what I do. But it's also been for me, Pantea, a personal journey because I myself have had, um, challenges with anxiety, certainly challenges with dealing with stress and overwhelm. Um, I think I was born a natural worrier, so overcoming that over the years, and I really discovered what works well for me and for my clients and students, and kind of put it all together in my my book, Awakening from Anxiety.
0: Great. So, how, uh, Connie, how what was the start point? I mean, I know for myself, uh, I decided to be a PTSD coach and fertility coach because I had these challenges in my life. And as soon as I overcome these challenges, I said, OK, I'm going to help others. So what was your start point? I mean, when did you realize you have anxiety and was it a PTSD issue or did you have childhood problem or what was it? What was your inspiration?
1: It goes really far back, actually. And what's interesting is that I didn't realize that I had some anxiety issues until maybe about 20 years ago. Um, but back in my childhood, um, I had more the challenges during that time were more subtle. I was shy, um, I was very afraid, as a lot of people are to speak in front of people, um, which is um, a different experience for me nowadays, I love it. Um, And I kind of kept things inward in, in myself. And so what showed up before I became aware of anxiety really was depression in my teens and in my 20s I had some challenges with depression and it wasn't until I had a really bad breakup that was sort of out of the blue. I didn't see it coming at all. And that triggered this anxiety to emerge more in my conscious awareness. Um, I was afraid to be the passenger in a car. It was like anything that was out of my control. I didn't want to be dealing with. Right. So trusting somebody else to be at the wheel, um, Caused me anxiety after that breakup, which I found really interesting. Like, hmm, what's going on with that? What, um, what am I afraid of now? Um, is losing control, right? And so, over the years, uh, as I got married in you know, two thousand one, and then I had my daughter in two thousand four, had a very long, painful. Birth, which I did not expect to happen that way. I thought, "Oh, I'm a yogi. You know, I should be able to do this. I'm flexible." Well, you know, the size of the child's head and the size of your (laughs) um, pelvis—that has to work well, right? So she was stuck there for quite some time, and we were eventually able to get out naturally. But uh, it. Speaking of PTSD, because I know that's a focus for you. I had some post traumatic stress from that experience. And one of the ways that it showed up was fear of flying. So, the journey of healing my fear of flying issues took me into a deeper realization that I've had this low level of anxiety all my life. And now I'm seeing lots of ways that it's manifesting because when you have a child I don't know if you have kids Do you have kids Pantea Yes I have 3 year very so you know um you know when you become a parent at least for me it was like wow all of this responsibility for this human life um was kind of scary and I noticed I was very nervous about things um so I went through a healing journey with that and um, discovered a lot of things from yoga practice from meditation, from yoga philosophy, from my years as a body mind oriented therapist, yes, and studying of energy work, mm-hmm. kind of all came together into this system that I now work with and help people find that calm, centered place within them.
0: Beautiful. You said your like your topic is finding calm through the present moment. Uh, are you talking about this present moment? I mean, COVID.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This one right now here with you. Yeah. And there's only, honestly, there really is only the present moment. That's yes. the only moment we ever live in. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't live in the past. Our mind might think we do. We might go back to the past in our mind, but we can't be there. We can't live in the future. We can only live here in the present moment now. And that's the very first foundation. It's the first of my seven keys in my book is presence. It's sort of like mindfulness. It's coming fully into this present moment with an open heart and a quiet mind and not narrating or telling a story about our experience, but really Immersing in the visceral, sensorial experience of this moment with our five senses. This is what is real right here, right now. And when we can drop into that, into our body and feel what this present moment is actually like, it can help return us to that place of calm. It's the first step.
0: Actually, in my book, Naturally Conceived, um, I had one chapter about different uh, style that you can concentrate and uh, try to calm down your busy mind. So one of them is FT model, which is uh, focus and defocus. <laughs> what you distract from, whatever you shouldn't think about, and how you can focus on what it is now. As you said right now, I like it because I I actually use it in my book. Um, it's saying five senses. How we can use your five senses to live in present. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then as you see, you can start with uh, sm- watching. Then you say, "Oh, I'm just trying to drink this water. Look at the look at the water. How great it is! How transparent it is!" And then you go smelling. You go. Water doesn't have any smell, so <laughs> you can
1: start. <laughs> I'm it. drinking. Eat, coffee or
0: juice or whatever <laughs> right. so you can actually use all five senses to focus more on whatever you're doing because there is a difference when you just drink a coffee or you drink a coffee That's right. <laughs> you kind of enjoy it so whenever like I try to focus on what I'm eating so If I'm going to have a great food, I decorate it and then I sit in calm situation and try have a great music on, you know, this is kind of enjoyment of this food. Or you can have it like in a rush, then you don't know what what you're digesting, what you're eating, you know? Yes. So this is the first step, as you said. And present is what... Uh, it's given to us as like a gift Mm -hmm. past is already done we cannot do anything about it we can get some lessons out of it and then future is something uh, you are gonna build it is not coming yet so present is only thing that we have (laughs) so uh, Connie let tell me about how we can do during this COVID situation? How can we calm down and uh, have a better concentration and uh, have a better uh, stress relief?
1: Well, coming into the present moment is something that we can that we're empowered to be able to do at any time. And part of the challenge of being in this era of the pandemic, well, first of all, is that. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't want to wait till COVID is over to feel peaceful and to feel at ease again. And that really puts our power outside of us. Um, it puts it into the circumstances we're in. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the circumstances to change so that I'll feel better. So m- my orientation, which is very much based on yoga philosophy, is that it's that we don't base our well-being or our sense of ease or calmness on external circumstances, we mm-hmm. cultivate it as a practice within us. Yes. And so being in the present moment, like you are saying, if you have a cup of coffee, uh, most of the time when we're drinking coffee, we're like drinking coffee, watching our social media feed, you know, yeah. tuning to the new TV, uh, trying to throw together our kids lunch, you know, whatever it is, we're not really there in the present moment. And more so than that, we're not really drinking the coffee. Our mind is busy narrating, telling a story about our life or about what's going on. So I may be drinking coffee, but I'm not really feeling coffee. I'm thinking about, oh my God, you know, the cases are up today, and you know what well, the the vaccine isn't getting to people? and oh my Lord, how long is it gonna be before I can be vaccinated? or how long is it gonna be, am I gonna have to wear a mask forever? You know, we're we're blah blah, blah. We're telling that whole story in our mind we're not in the present moment. And all of that, those thoughts are driving the fear and the anxiety more. So what I usually tell people or discover, help people discover, because they'll come to me and they'll say, I'm feeling really anxious. I'm feeling really scared. And I'll ask, well, what is that like in your body when you feel that? And they'll say, well, it feels like I'm I'm really agitated and frightened, and I want to get away and I want to hide. And if you may notice, that's more thoughts. It's not actually physical sensations of what they're experiencing. So I, I point out to people that well, you know, that's more like thinking your feelings rather than actually feeling your feelings. And when we're thinking our feelings, it perpetuates it like on a hamster wheel. It keeps the emotion that we actually don't wanna feel going more and more and more. So to shift ourselves into the present moment and then into the bodily experience. So if we go back to the coffee that you brought up, you know, it might start with just um, my pouring the cup and hearing the sound of the coffee going into the cup and then picking up the cup and feeling like how warm it is um, and the smooth texture of the mug. And then I might bring it up to my nose and I'm like smelling that wonderful aroma of, of coffee and feeling maybe some of the steam coming up and, and hitting my face. And then it might be, you know, tipping it and feeling it against my lips, the edge of the cup, and starting to feel the liquid come into my mouth and that warmth and that delicious taste. Uh, for people who like coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I have had coffee and I <laughs> um, I know what it tastes like. Um, so whatever you might be drinking, you know, it's, you, you can see how you're really immersing in every step of it and trying to be very mindful about it. Um, and we can do this with anything that we're doing. Um, pretty much anything. I mean, there's some things that require us to use our mind to think, like if we're balancing our checkbook, you know, like, I guess, That ages me a little bit. That that tells you about how old I am because how many people use their checkbook, right? But if you're using your mind in some sort of way that you have to think, of course, you're going to need to use your mind to add and subtract. Or if you're driving somewhere, you have to focus and pay attention. But most of the time, we don't need a lot of thinking to go about our daily life. You know, I can fold laundry. I don't have to think about like every little crease. I kind of know how to fold. So I can just be with the sensations of that and the experience of that and let go of thinking mind and really immerse in the present moment and in embodiment. So that's the second of my key keys to overcoming stress and anxiety. First, you become present. And second, you feel like what's happening in my body. And even when we're feeling the anxiety itself, if my heart is pounding or my jaw is clenching, or I'm tense in my shoulders, or my stomach is upset. People are often surprised that when you let yourself feel those visceral, visceral feelings and sensations of the emotion, and you stay with it a bit, you stay with those feelings, rather than trying to push them away or avoid them, you let yourself feel them, you let yourself breathe into them. They have a cycle like a wave, and they'll build for a little while, and then they'll crust over, and then... They'll start to dissipate. So I work with people on that process.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, there is there is a movie. Probably you you've watched it. It's an old movie called um, Gone with the Wind.
1: <laughs> sure. I actually, to be honest, I have never sat through the whole thing. <laughs> I've I've seen pieces of it. Uh, but no, yes. I've, I've, I've watched
0: about. it so many times. <laughs> because um as colette says in this movie <laughs> she actually um uh, her husband left her right. and she was first she was really agitated then she said okay don't worry i'm gonna think about it tomorrow that's the same yeah. philosophy when you you have a lot in in your mind like I have a lot of things to do on my plate. And then my mind is so tired. And I said, okay, no worries. I cannot do it right now because um I cannot think. So just let's let just enjoy my juice or water or coffee or whatever. <laughs> so that's the point. Like whenever I feel very tired or I, I know I cannot do anything about my problem then I just stop it I try to have some pleasure in in the present time and embody myself that I'm happy I'm relaxed I'm feeling (laughs) great then I said okay doll I have a lot of time to think about it later let's just (laughs) enjoy yourself right now (laughs)
1: yeah and I think that's helpful because it's not always a moment that we feel we can deal with those emotions. Sometimes they're just too much or too big or, or um, uncomfortable. Of course, emotions like anxiety and other quote unquote negative emotions like anger, um, sadness, et cetera. Sometimes the wave seems too big, right? So bringing ourselves into the present moment and like you said, pleasure or enjoyment, something that brings us enjoyment can help shift us out of that anxiety mindset into something that's um, filling us with satisfaction and joy. And one of the ways that I, it's my favorite way actually to be able to come into the present moment and fill myself with that joy and gratitude for beauty and aliveness is going outdoors. So Mm. I go outside every morning and start my day in my front yard. Um, just with my little hot water, um, just being present with the birds. There's usually birds around. With the feeling of the cold air and the cold breath through my nostrils. With seeing the dew on the grass or the frost on the rooftops across the street from me, um, and and really immersing in that and feeling connected to the planet. When we feel connected and this is a big challenge we're having right now with COVID because it's such a time of disconnection. When we feel connected, it calms us and centers us and fulfills us deeply. And so when at this time where we can't connect a whole lot with people in person, we can connect with nature, we can connect with our body and ourself in the present moment. And I like to say, we also can connect to the divine or the higher power, whatever it is that you believe we can connect to our faith or our sense of connection to something greater than us. And those things are helpful in calming us as well. And then later when we have time and we feel like we have focus, then we can sit down and explore more deeply feeling the emotions that we've put aside.
0: Yes, especially when you are starting the healing process. If your mind and body is not connected, then you cannot start healing. That starts exactly from the moment you feel peaceful, in spite of all the problems you have, in spite of all the noises. Okay, what can I do with these noises? Let's just have some pleasure right now and enjoy. Uh, there is there is a sound uh, over there, there
1: is a- I'm sorry you know that's <laughs> my um home office is right over our garage so oh, my I husband see. has just opened the garage door and driven oh, in okay. so, so that point, that's 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 no you know <laughs> i actually um you know my students know when i teach meditation or yoga i welcome in what life brings so we could say oh no we're having a podcast and now we're hearing this sound and Isn't that awful? Or that's distracting, whatever. Or we could say, hey, you know what? Garage doors happen. Leaf blowers right? happen. Sound traffic going by happens. The airplane overhead happens. So how can we embrace that and welcome that in as, okay, that's life happening right now. Let that bring me back into my present moment. Let me bring that back into connecting to my breath, and my body, and rather than seeing it as a problem or a distraction because life happens, let those things remind us. Okay, let me stop in this present moment and notice.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Yes, that's that's life. You cannot stop everything else just because you wanna be uh in a meditation mode. <laughs> right, yes. Okay, Connie. Um I have two more questions from you. One of them, your book, I can see it at the back of you. There it is. At the back, yes. Awakening. (laughs) Yeah. Can can you show us? Yes. Awakening from Anxiety.
1: Anxiety. Beautiful. Spiritual guide to living a more calm, confident, and courageous life. Um, And so I'm very, you know, body, mind, heart, spirit oriented. I bring in all of those aspects into my work.
0: Yes. Yes. And then uh, I see you have uh, some free, uh, I'm going to show your website, AwakeningSelf.com. And you have some freebies there for my audience. Uh, Can you talk about this a little
1: bit? Yes. So on my website there on the homepage, you can scroll down and see where you can um, subscribe to the Awakening Self community. And um, with that, you'll receive a weekly bit of inspiration every week on Sunday morning. People look forward to it as kind of a way to start their week and kind of shift their perspective and receive some inspiration. But I have gifts for the people who do join the Awakening Self community. Um, I created a special calming breath meditation. It's about, I think it's about 12 or 13 minutes. And it really kind of talks you down through using your awareness of your breath into a state of more relaxation and ease and inner peace. And then I have, I believe it's three other calming practices um, using your body and your breath and different kinds of awareness that you can just pull out of your hat on the spot if you're starting to feel stressed or worried or anxious. So um, all of those are there for listeners and viewers if you'd like to receive them.
0: Yes. And you actually mentioned about breathing experience. Can you do a little bit exercise for us at the end?
1: Absolutely, Yes. I'd like to do go that ahead. right now. I love
0: that, I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by, we're probably gonna hear the garage door go again. So That's we're just gonna, fine. when we hear that, That's life. it's That's gonna be life. our moment of <laughs> mindfulness. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, okay, so right now we will do some breath work. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, very simply, let's close our eyes for a bit. And when we close our eyes, we turn our attention inward to becoming aware of feeling those inhalations and exhalations. And without trying to change anything right now, I'd like for you to simply notice how it is, because especially I find with people who do yoga, they right away want to go into, okay, I'm going to deepen my breath and, okay, so there's our moment of mindfulness with the garage. We're just becoming present. And now we return to just notice how your inhalations are and how your exhalations are without really changing anything. I'm aware that when we bring our attention to it, it kind of starts to change it a little bit, but just let them be as they are. Whether they're more shallow or more deep, It's okay, because one of the things we might, that might drive our anxiety is judging ourselves. Like, oh, my breath isn't deep enough, it's too shallow, or it's this or it's that. How about just let it be how it is right now? And let that be good enough. Simply breathing in and breathing out. There's no judgment. You're simply feeling it. Every inhalation, you're receiving that oxygen. And in yoga, we would call it the prana, the life force. And every exhalation, you're letting go. You're releasing. and so if it if it's enjoyable to you if it feels good to you you can begin to deepen your inhalation but not from any judgment about whether it's good enough or it's better or worse to do this or that but just is it bring me joy does it feel good to deepen a little bit to receive a little more to open to a more expansive inhalation Maybe I can imagine my chest a little more expansive, not by force, not by making it happen, but by receiving. I'm ready to receive more. I'm not forcing it into myself. I'm opening to receive. Just to the point that it feels pleasurable, that feels like, ah, how wonderful it is to breathe in. And as you exhale, see how much you can let go. Again, there's not a right or wrong way to do that. But to explore, ah, does it feel good to release and let go right now? Can I allow that to happen a little bit more? And if you can't, that's okay. But try to appreciate exhaling, however you're able to. Receiving as you're breathing in. And letting go and releasing as you exhale. And you can release anything you want. You can release tension. You can breathe in ease. You can release worry as you exhale. And you can breathe in peace.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Connie. That You're was welcome. Beautiful. Thank you.
1: You're welcome, Pantaya. Yeah. Such a pleasure to be here with you and my yes. listeners. Yes. Do I you know.
0: do you have any any more suggestion for my audience
1: hmm.
0: or last word?
1: Yes. So to remember that you actually have everything that you need to return to your place of calm and centeredness within you. It just needs, we we just need a reminder of that and maybe a little bit of support in developing that skill to come into the present moment, into your body, and to remember to be compassionate with yourself, to treat yourself with kindness and gentleness as you're on this journey of releasing and overcoming and transforming your tr- stress and anxiety in your life into more peace and calm. So yes. go easy, presence, go easy,
0: exactly. embodiment,
1: <laughs> and self compassion.
0: Yes, you you need to self uh, have some self care and yes. don't uh, be harsh on yourself. Take it easy. Right. Life is this the present moment. Don't worry about the future too much and don't look at the news too much (laughs)
1: That's absolutely right
0: yeah (laughs) statistics news even if i just realized for my fertility um clients when they think about the statistics or their problems too much they cannot release themselves and they cannot let it go that's what you do. Do meditation every day, five ten minutes. It really helps. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I feel much better today after this uh, communication and off, um, and actually after this meditation. Great. Thank you so much, Connie, for being you're here.
1: Many yeah, and I really yeah.
0: appreciate it. Good luck with what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank Bye.
1: you. You as well. Bye.